Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are all far too kind. Thank you for rocking out with me during this quarantine. Trying to put out episodes every week. Keep y'all entertained. Keep y'all laughing and lighthearted. And um, discussing this pandemic we're all trying to get through on the daily. Um, I, I saw something today where they were talking about um, essential workers may get an additional $25,000 added on to whatever they make for the year. That's lit. I also saw that they're potentially giving um, people on unemployment an additional $600 a week. That's lit. As long as, long as everybody gets some type of bonus right now, because shit crazy out here. People can't pay their rent. People are going out there, putting their life on the line, being outside with a virus going on. They're basically telling us this is airborne AIDS. I don't know what to believe at this point. Everybody's scared. Some people aren't scared. Some people gangster. They're going outside jogging, no mask, no gloves. Um, I, I gave an Uber driver the other day, uh, one star, no tip, and I wrote a lengthy email, okay? Acting, I'm 32, so I'm at that age where I can call the manager. I acted like a white woman named Karen and expressed myself on how his unsanitary vehicle is contributing to the spread of COVID-19, all right. Um, out in Wuhan, China, their their quarantine, their travel ban has been lifted. So it looks like things are on an up and up over there. Um, so hopefully that means more good news for us. And as we're locked down, I've been doing a lot of reflecting. There's nothing on television. Everywhere you go is just fear-based pandemic news going on. And... I've been thinking about what's been going on so far this year and the things I'm looking forward to going back to. The number one thing I'm looking forward going back to, I remember I had downloaded this thing called ClassPass. And ClassPass, you uh, you get a certain amount of... I, I got it for free. You get a certain amount of credits and you have to use them in a certain amount of time. So say they give you 40 credits, okay? And they say you have to use these within two weeks. And then after that, they start charging you up Every month, you could just cancel it. So you get two weeks and you could do any class that they offer. They have boxing, they have yoga, they got Muay Thai, they got uh, CrossFit classes, uh, professional stretch people. Um, I saw one when they had that, uh, that flotation tank and stuff. And one of the things I took up was hot yoga. Now, I'm a fairly athletic guy. I've been playing sports since I was a kid. All right. Before, as, as I've said before in here, I play, I've been playing football since I was like nine. All right. I started taking boxing when I was like five. My dad been teaching me how to box. He used to box. He was in golden gloves. But in any event, so I've been doing athleticism since my youth. And before this happened, I was even playing ball in a basketball league. Right. So. I'm like, shit, I done got punched in the face, tackled by 250-pound people, okay? I done 
I can dunk a basketball. Yoga can't be that hard. Wrong. Wrong. Shout out to all you soccer moms that's out here doing yoga three times a week. Not only did I do yoga, but I, I did the extreme one. I did the, the hot yoga. And, bro, um, I don't know if any of you have ever been inside of 110 degrees, but fam, it is hot, okay? I have never sweat so much in my entire life. It literally looked like I jumped in a pool when I was done. Now, when I first got in, right, I was, I was happy because I saw... I, I'm always happy when I see a predominantly non-black thing have other black people attending beside myself. So I saw like six other black people there. The instructor was black. So I was like, yeah, yo, black power, Wakanda, right? So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, we gonna rock out, bro. I'm fairly flexible. If I get into a fight, I can kick someone in the head, right? So I'm thinking that's flexible. I can touch my toes. I can touch the floor. If, I, if I'm standing up, bend over to touch my toes, I can touch the floor. So I'm thinking that's flexible enough. I did not realize how non-flexible I was. The positions that they had us going in, I was just like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, this ain't going down, man. Yo, I'm built like a goddamn grizzly bear, okay? My arm is not meant to go underneath the inside of my leg and twist around and dip and do all these weird poses, bro. Especially in 110 damn degrees, it got to a point where I literally had to stop, get up, and walk out and just feel fresh air for a second. Had to get some water. Felt like I was on acid or something. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? But I thugged it out, though. I thugged it out. Um, One of the stretches I literally couldn't do. Like, the instructor was like, all right, class. We're going to put our leg forward. Put this leg behind you. We're going to open up the hip. And da 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 and I, you know, if y'all haven't noticed on this show, sometimes I talk before I think and I just say shit. Okay. In that moment, I did the same exact thing. And I said really loud, that ain't happening, chief. Like mad loud, class laughed. I'm like, all right. So she came over and showed me an alternative pose to do. And that shit opened up my hips, opened up my lower back. I felt great. Listen, bro, I, I recommend every guy try yoga even if even if it's not hot just try the regular one okay flexibility is very important flexibility is key out here i ain't gonna hold you that shit that she she did this other stretch where it opened up the groin muscles the groin muscles the sex muscles so i was like oh i'm about to lay some pipe when i get home now let me stop but <laughs> i felt much more limber you know what i'm saying i felt like a rubber band i felt like i could move and I remember leaving after that and putting my body through that kind of stress that I've never felt before. And I felt relieved. I felt relaxed at peace. I was like, man, maybe there is something to this yoga thing. But yeah, yo, when all this is done, I, I encourage everyone to try class pass is multiple classes. All right. Different variety of things. I did the Muay Thai. I did boxing. I did a couple of things on that. I definitely used up all my credits. All right. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my hot yoga experience, man. I definitely thought, at one point, I definitely thought I was going to die. I remember, <laughs> I remember at the end of the class, I was just laying there like, what the hell just happened? 
Why did I let my friends talk me into this? But I, I'll, I'll definitely do it again. I like it. I think I, I'm going to just do it once a week. All right, once a week. I'm not going to hold you, though. Somebody farted, all right, and a fart lingering in 110 dense humid air is not lit. That shit stunk, bro. Luckily, they had like those, um, those, what do you call them? Those things that puff air, puff fresh scent into the air. They had one of those, so it, it, it helped eliminate the odor kind of efficiently, but still, the initial funk hit your nose and made my nose hairs move back. But anywho, moving along. So we still on lockdown. Um, so yeah, it's not much going on. So there's certain things, there's something I want to cover. And it's about people who are extremely talented. And I always say, Creativity or genius is next door neighbors with crazy. Always known as extremely talented people always getting into the craziest things. Always have this dark side. John Jones is the number one fighter possibly in the history of MMA. He's never lost a fight. He lost one fight off a of technicality for disqualification for a move that really he shouldn't have got disqualified for. He was beating the hell out of that dude. The ref called the bullshit thing and he got disqualified. So imagine walking around through life knowing you could whoop everybody's ass. John Jones is 6'4", fights at 205 pounds and beats the dog shit out of everyone he fights. So no matter what bar you go into, what argument you get into, you know in the back of your mind, if I felt like it, I could beat the living daylights out of this person. So when you're that talented, after a while, you kind of get bored. You got to get bored. John Jones got arrested again. He pleaded guilty to a DWI. He received one year probation for the DWI. And he was also uh, charged with reckless use of a firearm. All right. Allegedly, he... Let off some shots, drove off, <laughs> drinking and driving, got pulled over. Who knows what other drugs he was on, all right? He's been arrested for drag racing. I'm sorry, he's gotten a ticket for drag racing. He got a, He's also crashed up a Bentley vehicle before. He got arrested for a hit and run where he hit a pregnant woman and broke her arm. Okay, he's been suspended by the UFC for steroids, cocaine, all types of wild shit. Okay, he's just a wild guy. He said himself... The week before every championship fight, he used to get blackout drunk just so that if he lost, he could say, oh, yeah, it's because I was partying too much. The guy in one of his greatest fights of all time said he only trained for like two weeks. He's just naturally gifted. So he's bored. He's an extremist. He loves guns. The guy has wild cats in his house. Both of his brothers are in the NFL. So all he knows is success. So people like that who don't know how hard it is to be that great kind of take it for granted and get bored. And they constantly get into dumb shit. Everyone at the top of their profession is usually a little crazy. Look at a guy like Kanye West. 
Say whatever you want about him. His brain is constantly on like this high level of creativity, whether it's clothes, sneakers, art, music, like all forms of expression. He's, he excels at. Whether you like his sneakers or not, whether you like his clothes or not, Yeezy as a brand is a billion dollar brand. Okay? He's collaborated with Louis Vuitton. He's done visual movies for IMAX. Like He's just hands-on in so many different things. But every now and then, you're going to get some form of outburst or rant from him because he's constantly on a thousand. Like if he was a car, he'd always be redlining the engine. All right. He's just constantly like, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And I'm not saying I'm a genius, but I understand where he's coming from because my brain is constantly going, constantly going, constantly going. That's why I talk so much because I have so many ideas. And it's hard to express all of that. It's hard to compress all of that and put it in one stream of consciousness for people to comprehend. And when they don't get it, they consistently look at you as you're crazy. And then you have an outburst to try to express why you're not crazy. And you just end up looking crazy. So I get it. Same with people like Michael Jackson and Chris Brown. Michael Jackson had the most crisp dance moves of all time. The kid been moonwalking since he was like seven. He's elite. But motherfucker had like a whole zoo in the back of his house and like to chill with little kids. Like the fuck is going on? He bleached his skin white and changed his nose a thousand times because he's so damn creative and so good that he just gets into dumb shit. Chris Brown. I've been to a lot of concerts. Chris Brown was the most, from what I've seen live, greatest show, like, like individual performer. The dude was doing backflips and spinning for two hours and didn't get out of breath. On point choreography, didn't miss a note, didn't miss a beat. But whenever you hear about, and then the kid can draw his ass off, can act if he feels like it. So, but what happens in his spare time? He be fucking bitches raw, doing mad drugs, and getting into fights. The whole incident with Rihanna. It's hard to be that good and sane. Look at Mike Tyson sniffing cocaine. Mike Tyson, the dude like Mike Tyson was knocking the smoke out of grown men, yo. It's hard to have that much of a high. Like, you know what it feels like to knock someone out? I've punched someone in their face before and they drop. In that moment, I've never felt so invincible in my life. Okay? That high can be very addictive. It felt amazing. It felt like if you shot me with a bullet, I would have blocked it. I felt like the Hulk. He did that for a living and had millions of dollars to go along with that. Plus cocaine and all the bitches he wanted. So, of course, a guy like him will buy a fucking tiger. Extreme creativity and talent is always coupled by extreme crazy antics, for lack of better words. And speaking of crazy antics and tigers and shit, people, um, oh boy, if y'all want to see hillbilly white people do just flat out batshit crazy stuff. Watch this documentary on Netflix called Tiger King. 
It is seven episodes. I'm not going to give a breakdown of what happens on there, but you're welcome. It's very entertaining. Each episode is about 40 to 45 minutes. I watched it all on, in like a Saturday. Definitely laugh my ass off. And it's a true story. And it goes to show you how batshit crazy white people are in the hillbilly rural southern states. Okay? Watch it. You won't be disappointed. Every time I see it, I'm like, damn, this, see, this is how Trump won the election. <laughs> this is motherfuckers like these idiots who voted for him. My man Bernie Sanders dropped out the election. So I guess it's Joe Biden versus Donald Trump in November. If we make it that far. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm optimistic, though. Like I said before, China's doing better. In Korea, they're talking about bringing baseball back. Um, Who knows when we'll go back to normal? Who knows when we'll be able to go back to concerts and... Uh, attend live sporting events and be in huge crowds. See your favorite artist, your favorite singer. Speaking of your favorite singer, people, get a prenup. Protect yourself. I say this because Adele about to set fire to the rain if these divorce settlement rumors are true. God damn. Again, this is social media journalism, so I don't know how true the figures are, but I've been seeing she's worth approximately 190 million of them things. And if her divorce husband, if the divorce her husband is seeking, the money, he's seeking about 140 million of them things, which will leave her with 50 of Ooh, wee. Is that even legal? You could take more than what the person's even, I could take more than half of your earnings, half of what you're worth. Like imagine having 190 million and waking up with 50 million and the person that left you <laughs> walks off with the majority of your money. God damn. I see why OJ was tripping, see? But yeah, so, but but shout out to him, though. Because I only say that because there's this inconsistency with women. When Jeff Bezos had to cough up billions with a B, billions, to his estranged wife or whatever's going on with that, y'all weren't tripping. This wasn't a divorce, but when Future was rapping about allegedly fucking Scottie Pippen's wife with Gucci flip-flops on, y'all weren't tripping. Y'all were like, yes, queen, get yours. Yes, queen, get yours. I didn't forget. When Tiger Woods had to cough over a ton of money over to his ex-wife, we laughed at him. We made fun of his DUIs. We laughed at the way he drive. Yo, see, this I know, man... When he crashed his car into a tree, you know what they said? Oh, I guess he is half Asian. Because <laughs> you know the stereotype Asians can't drive. See, stop playing fake fake social justice warrior about Asian people. Because y'all been making fun of them forever. I'm not here for it. But in any event, back to my point. Y'all laughed at that. Plenty of male celebrities are struggling due to massive amounts of money being lost via divorce or child support. And it's all good to y'all. Y'all laugh at him. Y'all say, oh, you should have did this. Oh, you should have did that. So why isn't it funny when a man seeks his worth in a divorce? Is it because a man shouldn't seek money from his woman? 
If that's so, then that's another double standard, which in turn means men and women aren't really equal. Shout out to him. Get all that coin, my brother. Cheerio, my brother. I love to see it. I love <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, dude been with her since 2000, what, 2011, something like that. Then they got married in 2016. So my, my man been through her, been with her through her biggest albums. They got a kid together. You know what I'm saying? Cough up that coin. She has to fund his lifestyle. Isn't that what y'all been saying for everybody else? When Blake Griffin broke up with his wife, he got to pay her $285,000 a month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody got an issue with that. So because she got to pay up some bread, it's an issue. Nah, be keep that same energy. You feel me? I'm all for it. Besides, she out here fucking rappers now. She with a black rapper now. She getting new dick. What's she mad about? Just cough up the bread and go on and be happy. That's what you wanted. She the one that filed for the divorce anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? Now now you mad. Now you mad. This guy been with you through thick and thin. Literally. Remember when Adele was, was fluffy? Looking like Michelin Man? Now Adele got in shape. Feeling herself a little too much. Got some black dick. Don't know how to act. Yeah, my brother, get that get that 140, man. Get that 140. Shout out to him, man. But yo, in in a, in a more uh serious note, something I want to talk about. Okay? Cuz it's been bothering me. And maybe it'll shed some light onto why people are the way they are. Okay? So I was on Twitter the other day. And I saw a woman of African descent speaking on how doctors want to start the first trials of Corona testing in Africa. Okay. There are approximately 1.2 billion people in the continent of Africa. A lot of y'all don't know this. Africa is not a country. It is a continent. I know a lot of you didn't pay attention in school. Not all Africans are the same. Not all Africans speak the same language. East Africans look different from West African. Like there's differences, okay? People come in all different types of shades and colors. Africa is just like Europe or Asia. They're not all the same. To be, to be exact, there are 54 different countries in Africa, okay? They speak different languages, have different diets, have different everything, different cultures. They're, they're not one in the same. But to my point, there are a total number of 10,349 cases on the continent of Africa. Now, granted, this information is coming from a recent Wikipedia update, so... But I, I, I double-checked on, on multiple sources, NPR, Al Jazeera, CNN, um, some other stuff too, but it, it all came back pretty much the same, give or take. I bring this up because the United States 
with one fourth of like Africa's population, we got about 350 million people here. We have 400,000 plus cases and rising. Spain, but even less people than the United States, has 146,000 cases. Italy, 135,000 reported cases. Somehow in China, they got 1.8 billion maybe people where the entire pandemic has started has roughly 81,000 cases, give or so, okay? So my question is this. If all of these other places have these ginormous figures and Africa, and these other places are, are countries, and Africa as a continent only had 10,000, why are they trying to test Africans? Clearly, Africa is not the issue. So why are we going there? People, I, I understand we're in fear and we want answers. But it's times like this that make black people as a whole question governments and politicians and leaders and what their true motive is. Then we wonder why black people are always conspiracy theorists. You know what this reminds me of? A lot of y'all don't are probably not familiar with this, but Uncle Brand is here. I'm gonna learn you. I'm gonna learn you. Thank me later. Okay. This reminds me of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment that occurred right here on American soil in 1932. Okay. What was the Tuskegee syphilis experiment? I'm glad you asked. The full name of the project is Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. So this is specifically a test done to black males, okay? This was conducted from 1932 to 1972 by the U.S. Public Health Service. The U.S. Public Health Service are the motherfuckers that make sure shit's healthy, to put it in a nutshell. And they found a way to do a 40-year, that's right, 40-year experiment on black people with syphilis. I will go on. To put this in the simplest terms, a bunch of doctors finessed some poor black men into believing that they were receiving free health care from the federal government, but the true purpose was to observe what the characteristics of untreated syphilis looked like. They took 600 poor sharecroppers in Alabama and told them the experiment will last only six months, bro. Six months. That's it. Because the doctors were treating them for, quote unquote, bad blood. Which at that time, they tried to say was the leading cause of death for black people in the South. As I've stated before, <laughs> the shit went on from 1932 to 1972. So a six-month trial turned into a 40-year potential genocide, if you think about it, because none, this is the catch, none of the men were told they were infected with syphilis. So imagine motherfucker telling you, yo, I'm healing you because you guys got bad blood. Whatever the hell that means. We're giving you good blood. We're giving you... Um, free health insurance, giving you food. And if you're a poor sharecropper in the South in the 30s, first off, you don't really have many rights. Black people couldn't even sit on the front of the bus back then. So, of course, receiving free health care, like, fuck it. But now, nah, motherfuckers gave them syphilis and just let them rot. 
and I call it a potential genocide because if I give you a disease or a virus or whatever you want to call it and don't tell you that you have it and then you go and sleep with your wife and you go and have kids, now your kid is born with it. Or if you're a single guy and you're sleeping with multiple women, you've just given it to five other women and then they go and sleep with another guy. Now he's got it and it just goes untreated and people are just suffering with syphilis. And syphilis has many disgusting side effects, including possibly going blind. This was purposely injected into black people. So imagine living in a world where the government purposely injects black people with the disease. And then now here we are in 2020. They want to convince you that they want to go to Africa to run some tests for a cure on some Africans. Go do them fucking trials in Europe somewhere. Don't no, don't don't do that. I'm not feeling that. So, of course, black people are a little reluctant when it comes to believing anything the government says. If you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. In fact, they made a movie about it for people like a lot of y'all who can't read or can't sit still long enough to read. It's called Miss Evers Boys. It documents the entire thing. All right. You can watch it on Hulu. It's on HBO Go right now. Watch it. Gave the motherfucker syphilis. On purpose and told them, hey, man, we're just giving you free health care. So, no, a lot of people don't want to go to a hospital. No, people don't believe the government when they tell us anything that they say about finding a potential cure or where this actually came from or how you actually contract it. Because of things like that, the federal government potentially killing off people for their own fucking entertainment. And here's a crazy part. before, Way before even halfway through the trials was done. I forgot when they found out how to cure it. They found out penicillin cured it. So they knew this for a while after like the first couple of trials or whatever. Once they found the cure, they never even notify the people that they had it. They just let them live to see how long this shit could go on. So imagine 40 years, you just walking around with syphilis. You have no idea what's wrong with you. Why would you ever trust another doctor? As Childish Gambino says, this is America. You feel me? So, yeah, it. it I hate to be all serious, but I, I felt obligated to say that. Yeah, man, I don't trust the government. But unfortunately, my, my supreme dickhead goes everything I, against everything I just said. <laughs> Because that's just how I roll. I'm about to con contradict myself crazy because I just said don't trust doctors and government and now I'm going to tell you to trust doctors and government. So my supreme dickhead goes to everyone saying that 5G caused the coronavirus. Okay, first off, this is a virus. Not a reaction to radiation, all right? Now, if this was causing cancer, you'd have my attention. But this is a virus. This is almost as silly as saying working at a nuclear power plant will give you AIDS. Like, it doesn't work that way. For the virus to be spread, it has to go through some form of bodily fluid. Okay, like uh, saliva, mucus. Um, 
I guess semen. <laughs> I think that's one of them. Vaginal juices. Any liquid that secretes sweat out of the human body can help transfer COVID-19 to the next victim. Okay? Viruses don't spread through like radio signals and shit and cell phone towers. Like when was the last time your Wi-Fi gave you the flu? Okay, the, the flu. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like viruses have been out since before we could remember. Okay, the Spanish flu and the Spanish flu. What was what that was during like the 1920s that wiped out a ton of people. There was no 5G back then. Okay, viruses have been around forever. Spanish flu, there was a Russian flu, there was a swine flu, there was H1N1, H1N1, there was bird flu, there was Ebola. There's all these viruses and sicknesses going around before 5G, folks. Okay? Now, could 5G cause radiation and make a motherfucker have to get breast cancer? Possibly. I wouldn't doubt that. But Corona? Hmm. Having a hard time selling you on that, chief. But the irony of all of this is, is this a lot of this has been on the forefront forefront because of Carrie Hilson. She's one of the leading advocates of the 5G COVID conspiracy. This is the same Carrie Hilson that y'all quote unquote canceled because her and Beyonce weren't seeing eye to eye. Remember Carrie Hilson at one point was popping. But then the beehive figured out that her and Beyonce ain't get along and her whole career got shut down. <laughs> when the last time you heard a song from Carrie Hilson? When the last time you seen Carrie Hilson on television? When the last time you heard a Carrie Hilson interview, podcast, nothing? Y'all told me she was canceled. Now y'all listening to her because she fucking tweeted about some shit she knows nothing about. I'm not a doctor either. She could be right, but I don't think she is. Okay. I've seen multiple doctors say, yo, they don't, there's no correlation between the two at all. You know what this feels like? This feels like that Dave Chappelle joke when he was like, when 9-11 just happened, hey, yo, we got, uh, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja Rule thinks. Man, who gives a fuck about what Ja Rule thinks about a time like this? I'm scared, man. <laughs> Like, I feel the same way about Kerry Hilson. Like, people are dropping dead. People I know have loved ones who have passed away from this. Coworkers have passed away from this. Other day by my job, four people died. I don't think the entire globe has 4G, has 5G towers, and this shit is everywhere, so... I don't think it's a 5G tower. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't have any issue with Kerry Hilson, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of things in life, no matter how dumb they sound, pick up far too much traction. Like people still thinking the earth is flat. Flat, bro. So you mean to tell me all the surrounding planets are give or take spheres and earth is the only one that decides to go, I'm going to be flat. Like, come on, bro. like what are we talking about? Stop. 
And the irony in all of this, the irony in all of this, are all you anti-vaxxers sitting around saying, where's the vaccine for this? Man, you can't make this up. Put the anti-vaxxers in there as well. You know what I find funny? People who are fully grown, healthy adults who are vaccinated as children, they're not retarded, they don't have autism, they don't have anything wrong with them, but are now anti-vaxxers because they think that vaccines will harm their children. There was a case that happened in 2011 that kind of stated um, there's no proof that vaccine doesn't cause autism, so you're not mandated to take it. But I'm just saying the majority of people I know were vaccinated as children, and here we are. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to include y'all in that bracket as well. That is my supreme dickhead for this episode. So, yeah, before I go, I want to give a big, big, big shout out to uh, all the musicians on Instagram that have been having the IG live battles. Those things have been lit. We had um, T-Pain versus Lil Jon. We had Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. We had uh, Swiss Beats versus Timbaland. Uh, We had Jonte Austin versus Neo. It's good to see legendary artists go back and forth to see who has the better catalog of hits. You know what I want to see? I want to see Jermaine Dupree versus Diddy. That would be tough. I want to see Pharrell versus Kanye. Someone called Kanye to get an Instagram and just battle Pharrell. I also want to see um, Nicki Minaj, right? I want to see Nicki Minaj versus Missy Elliott. Because Nicki Minaj had like a nice 10-year run. Missy Elliott had a nice 10-year run. They both got some hits. I don't really care for Nicki Minaj's music like that, but there are millions of people who who, who do. So I want, I want to see that go down. So shout out to them. Um, also, big shout out to all the athletes that have been helping pay for the people who are out of work, who work at sporting events and paying their salaries. Shout out to them. I... Um, Fuck the owners of the teams, though. They're not doing enough. These motherfuckers got billions of dollars. Why are the millionaires paying for this? And the owners are billionaires. That That is crazy. That is crazy, bro. Bugging out. I guess that's how you stay rich. <laughs> and then at certain leagues, the town athletes to take a 20% pay cut, like, if the sports resume, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Also, um, I want to give a shout out to um Unconventional Wisdom Podcast. They've been doing their quarantine edition episodes, funny as hell. They've been using that app Zoom. Shout out to everybody that's using Zoom so they can have their group chats and all of that. Also a big shout out. To Ray Rav, rapper out of Brooklyn. Um, check out his page. Let me give you his Instagram page. Hold up. It's called Ravage underscore music. I he got merch. Do make beats, do raps, engineers, shit. He even edit music videos. Multi-talented individual. All right. 
Also, shout out to Zoe Beats. Let me get his Instagram as well. Hold on. It's shout out day. Y'all home, y'all need to listen to some good music and get some good laughs. So it's Zoe underscore B-E-A-T-Z 570. So that's Zoe underscore Beats with a Z 570. Or you rapidly rap. Dudes, I want to hear some heat. Go cop some beats from them. Go collab with them. Go check out some podcasts. All right. So now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Reality does not care about individuality. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.